This is The Michael Wall Show. Michael is a speaker, author, and president of Wall Private Wealth. His passion is to help families live on purpose and live with purpose. And now, here's Michael Wall. All right, everyone. Welcome back into The Michael Wall Show. It's a brand new show this week. Really excited for you to gain a ton of of great information. I hope you're doing well in your life. Hope things are going well. And uh, I got to tell you, this week I'm really pumped about the show. We got a lot of great information. Starting out with a motivational segment, talking about the comfort is the enemy of growth. We're going to talk about how comfort is the enemy of growth. You're not going to want to miss that starting out here in just a few moments. And we got a special off the wall segment, a little surprise for you about having fun in life. This is important. Got to do it. You know, life sometimes can get crazy. You know, we're going here, there and everywhere. Sometimes you've got to press pause on purpose. And another segment coming up here, we're going to talk about battle of the sexes in relation to investing men versus women. You know, that old tug of war, who's wins? Who does better? Also, some uh, secrets about 401ks coming up a little bit later, 403bs that you did not know. So if you have an investment in a 401k, 403b, very important. You want to tune into that a little bit later. And we got a special guest live in studio, Travis O'Neill. He's actually the campus pastor for Port St. Lucie and a lot of great things. By the way, if you have not listened to this show before, a little setup for you each and every week. The show's about 52 minutes long. The first segment's motivation. Second, third segment's financial information for you to become wiser, more knowledgeable, to make better investment decisions. And then, a lot of times, we'll have a great guest. We just had uh, Ario Speedwagon last week. We've had Chicago on, Carrie Underwood, Brett Baer, Sean Hannity. I mean, business leaders all over the map. A lot of great guests and a lot of good stuff this week. And all that information coming at you right now. Way up in the northern skies. It's time to jump into the motivational segment. And listen, motivation like bathing is something that you got to repeat. If you're not in a place where you're doing things to on purpose, put motivation in your life, you're going to be like that stinky guy in class. You know, nobody wants to sat by. It's like, come on, man, get a shower. At least take a bath once a week, maybe twice a week, maybe three times a week. Your mind is like getting that shower. It's like it's like literally cleansing the dirt and the nonsense of the world. You know, you don't have to walk around this life too long to figure out the fact that you're, we're literally picking up negativity all over the place. And we can easily conform. Do you notice that? You say, well, I'm not, I don't conform. I kind of do my own thing. Really? Well, you know, a lot of people follow other people, what they're doing, what's going on with celebrity world, what's going on here, what's going on there, politically, whatever it may be. And I got to tell you, one of the things that's really important, because I'm going to talk about your growth. I'm going to talk about your success. So if you're interested in success and you're interested in growth, this segment, I want you to dial in. This is really, really important for you. Because one of the things I know is this, comfort is the enemy of growth. You may say, what are you talking about? Have you ever found yourself in life where you get into a place where you've kind of, you know, you, you kind of uh, achieve a little bit of level of success, you do something well, maybe you're in sports and you win a game and you win another game and, you know, that's where you see these teams professionally that kind of get into a little bit of a comfort zone and then all of a sudden somebody comes in. That's when Buster Douglas, if you go Google this, Google Buster Douglas and Mike Tyson. So Mike Tyson was the guy, he's at his prime. He started getting cocky. He was knocking people out in the ring. Bam, bam. He was, he was doing great. And here's this Buster Douglas coming along, out of shape guy that literally beat Mike Tyson in the ring. Why? Because Mike Tyson got comfortable. He had some success. He had some wins. It happened pretty quick. And then he got cocky and he got comfortable. And here comes Buster Douglas and he knocks him out. 
So in your life, one of the one of the biggest enemies of your growth and your future success is literally comfort. You know, the, the, the phrase that I like that's often shared is the only way to be in the effective zone is to get outside of your comfort zone. If you're not willing in life to continually do things that cause you to be uncomfortable, you will not grow. Think about it for a minute. Think about going to the gym and working out. You know, we all know what to do. We all know that we should eat right. We all know that we should work out. We all know that we should do things that will literally get us to that next level. But how often do we do what we need to do? And by the way, when you're in the gym, you're in a place where the only way you're going to grow is by doing things that you actually have to press through. That's why when you go to the gym, you pick up weights, right? And at first, when you do that weight, maybe you do a 10-pound or a 15-pound or a 20-pound And it's hard to bring up. It's hard to curl. It's hard to push out. But as you continue to do it, you get stronger. You know, that process of you getting stronger is literally your muscles breaking down. And as they actually heal, I don't know if you knew that or not, but when you work out, that's actually what's happening. Your muscles are breaking down. And when you literally, as your muscles heal, they get stronger and stronger and stronger. So what do you got to do? You got to use more weight, put your muscles in a more uncomfortable situation to literally help break that down more and make them stronger and stronger and stronger. Same way in your life. If you're in a place, you know, in America today, people complain about too many things. Oh, I struggle with this. I struggle with that. You know, and there's so many people just will say, okay, with the comfort of getting by. Well, if I can just make a living, if I can just make a little bit of money, if I can just make enough money to take care of, you know, the old uh, three, me, myself, and I, maybe your family as well, depending on where you are, you know, then I'll be okay. Instead of stepping back and saying, wait a minute, what am I really called to? What are my gifts and abilities? How am I supposed to affect and influence the world? And what am I doing to do that? So I want to challenge you in your life to take an evaluation of your life. Step back. If you're listening to this in your car, you know, don't get a pen and paper out and make notes or get your phone out and make some notes on it. You're probably going to wreck. At least keep one hand on the wheel, okay? (laughs) But if you're not in your car and you're literally at home or you're taking a walk or you're in the gym or whatever it may be, you know, put yourself in a place where you press pause and you get out a sheet sheet of paper. And I want you to do this. Because the only way you break through things is with real valuation of yourself. So often we go through life and we hear something like, you know, that was really good. I'm going to do that. Or that was really good. I'm going to apply that. Or you found yourself in a place where you, you know, you get motivated, you get excited and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, no, it's so good. I'm going to do it. But then you never do it. And then you hear that same message, you know, a week later, two weeks later, three weeks later. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I wanted to do it. And then you still don't do it. And the reason is, is because you have not written down actual goals that you need to stay accountable to. So I want to challenge you to actually get a sheet of paper out. I'm holding up a sheet of paper right now and write down the things on the sheet of paper with your pen that you literally say where you're evaluating your life. Okay, what am I really good at? What am I not so good at? Because by the way, part of success is not just figuring out what you like. It's also figuring out what you don't like. So that way you can spend time focusing and moving yourself more and more towards what you love, what you feel called to do. But evaluate your life and look at the areas of your life where you know honestly you have gotten comfortable. And you're there and you're like, you know what? All I want to do is I want to live a comfortable life. Well, you know, champions are not made on feather beds. Champions are not made on feather beds. The only way we grow is by breaking through things. And the more comfortable you get 
with being uncomfortable, the more success you'll have in life. Let me say that again. The more comfortable you get with being uncomfortable, the more success you will have in life because you'll always be committing yourself to stretching and growing and changing. And, and you know what? That's going to mean you're going to fight against the current because most people conform. Most people conform to what everybody else is doing and where everybody else is going. But if you're in a place where you say, you know what, I'm going to carve out my own path. I'm going to listen to people who have carved out their own path. I'm going to put motivational information in my mind on a regular basis. I'm going to think differently. I'm going to control my thoughts. And you know that you are the sum of what you think about each and every day, all day long. Did you know that? You are literally, I've talked about this on the show before, but you are literally the sum of what you think about each and every day, all day long. If you are thinking consistently in negative terms, you will get negative results. If you are thinking in positive terms, you will get positive results. You may say, well, Mike, that's just excitement nonsense. No, it's not. Listen, positive thinking won't allow you to do everything, but it will allow you to do everything better than negative thinking will do. I remember Zig Ziglar, uh, I listened to him religiously when I sold books door to door in the summertime. And one of the things that he said is he said, you know what, I can be as positive as I want, but I'm probably never going to be able to be a professional basketball player. <laughs> He's just not. I mean, the guy was five eight, five nine, six foot, however tall he was, didn't have the athletics. He could be as positive as he wanted, but he was never going to do that. But I can guarantee you he's playing basketball. If he's positive, he's going to play better because his mind's focused on positivity. And you say, how important is the, the, the positive of the brain? Think about this, by the way, positive thinking. Shaquille O'Neal, huge guy. Shaq can be as positive as he wants, but he's probably not going to do real well as a jockey, you know, riding a horse. The dude's too big. It's just not reality. He's probably not going to do real great in ballet. Okay, <laughs> but he's really good at other things. And you say, well, how important is it to put positive into our mind? Which, by the way, as you put positive in your mind, gives you more confidence in breaking through your comfort, which leads to your growth. Well, let me kind of explain it this way. Think about uh, a garden. Think about gardening, if you've ever gardened before. And you go out there and that soil, you know, you prepare the soil, you get everything ready, and you plant two seeds. One seed is poison that will grow, a poisonous plant. And the other seed is tomatoes. Now the, now, the soil itself doesn't care what you plant in it. It does not care. You prepared it. It's ready. The soil doesn't care what you plant in it. But if you choose to plant poison, a poisonous plant in one side, and on the other side you choose to plant tomatoes, and then you water both of them and nurture both of them, and they get the appropriate sunlight I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. That ground is going to produce both plants. Both the poisonous plant and the tomatoes are going to grow. So likewise, your mind, like the soil, our minds, like the soil, does not care what you put in it. But if you continue to put negative things in, this is why I talk a lot of times about negative input, all of the songs that are negative, all of the TV information that's negative, people raping and killing and murder, all this stuff. If you put that kind of negativity in your mind on a regular basis, your mind has left nothing to do but produce negative results. But if you put positive things into your mind, if you plant positive seeds in your mind, you will literally produce positive results. 
So if you want to grow in life, if you want to break through comfort and you want to actually see real growth, then you must take action. You must take ownership of your own mind. You must take ownership of what you think about each and every day. What does that look like practically? I remember when I was on the book field, they always used to call it, we'd wake up and we'd have to literally brush Ned Negative off our shoulder. Well, what's Ned Negative? You wake up in the morning, oh man, I'm so tired today. I don't feel like going out and doing whatever. You know what I say when I wake up? Here's what I literally practice each and every day. I literally hop out of bed and the very first thing before I look at my phone, before I do anything else, I literally get out of bed, literally, and this is the truth, it's a habit now, every single day, the very first thing that I do is I take ownership of my thoughts and the very first thing that happens for me is my feet hit the floor and I raise my hands in the air and I say, this is the day the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. I am literally choosing As my son Cyrus says, it is a choice to rejoice. I am taking control of my mindset day one. And what does that continue to look like throughout the day? Because you're going to have negative thoughts that come in. You're going to have negative input from other people. You might even have parents and friends that are bringing negativity into your life. And you say, you know what? I'm not going to receive that. I'm not going to think about that. I'm not going to dwell on that. I'm not going to ponder on that. I'm going to seek out positive information. I'm going to seek out positive things. Maybe it's this show each and every week. Keep replaying the motivational segment. But keep inputting the positive and it unleashes your mind or to really limitless possibilities and opportunities, you will become more creative than you've ever been in your life, and you will literally break through that comfort and see massive growth. So until the next week's motivation, this motivation segment, again, comfort is the enemy of growth. Take the effort to literally take accountability and responsibility of your life and grow through so you can be a huge value to other people. Now, coming up next, we got some great information. In fact, the next segment, we're talking about the battle of the sexes. Women and men, who does it better when it comes to investments? And we got some behind-the-scenes great information, kind of make you laugh, for the -the off-the-wall segment. All of that coming up right after this. Hi, this is Michael Wall. I know it can be challenging to get the right information to know exactly what investments you should make, how to find the right financial advisor, how to build a solid financial house that will outlast and work through any market condition. So what I decided to do is put together a simple, easy to understand, retire well video series where you can go at your leisure and watch these videos and clearly understand the best opportunities and get more education so you can make a better decision for your financial future. All you need to do is go to leanonthewall.com. Again, that's leanonthewall.com and click on the link that says click here to access the Retire Well webinar series. This series is going to bring to light and really offer you a lot of clarity to help you make better decisions with your financial future. Again, that's leanonthewall.com. You're listening to The Michael Wall Show. Catch up on previous episodes at michaelwallshow.com. Now, back to the show. Okay, back into the Michael Wall Show, having a great time. By the way, if you missed the last segment, the first segment of the show, you got to go back and dial it back in. We talked about comfort being the enemy of growth. 
And you know, we're all at different stages of life, but man, that is a powerful message you don't want to miss. Make sure you go to michaelwalshow.com if you're listening to this via radio and uh, go back and, and make sure you subscribe to the show or just get your phone and search Michael Wall Show, Michael Wall, W-A-L-L, on your favorite podcast and subscribe. Don't miss that last segment. All right, so we're coming up here and I wanted to do a kind of a fun off the wall segment. Our producers put some stuff together and I wanted to share this. Uh, Randy's behind the scenes, uh, pulling the punches, doing his thing, doing a great job. We talked about, let's have some fun with this. How can we do it? And this off the wall segment is to remind you that it's important to take some time, have fun, laugh in life. There's a gentleman called Nate Bargetsky. I don't know if you've ever watched him or heard of him before. He's a great guy. I've actually met him before. Met his father back in Pebble Beach. He's been on Jimmy Fallon, uh, The Tonight Show, a variety of things. He tours the country in, in his uh, comedy, and you can search him online. But we got a little clip for you. Just kind of step back and have fun in life. So check this out. I was getting coffee, and I like uh, iced coffee with milk. Nothing crazy, and I went to order it. You know when you order something and the guy looks at you weird, and you're like, I'm pretty sure he doesn't know what I just said. But you're both touching the credit card, so you're just too far into it, and you're like, all right, let's see what he thinks he heard. Uh, And I go to the end of the counter to get my drink, and uh, he gives me milk with ice in it. I had to ask him, I was like, what is that? He's like, it's milk with ice in it. And I was like, do I look like a psycho to you, dude? I've never drank milk publicly in the history of my life. I've never once in my life been in public and thought, you know what I could go for right now? I'd like a cup of milk. I'd like a cup of milk. I'd like to drink it out of a clear cup so other adults know exactly what I'm drinking. And... I love it. I love it. So that's a, that's a little bit of a fun. And then he continues the joke. And you can, again, just search Nate Bargetsky. It's kind of a funny last name, but you'll find it. But, you know, it's so important in life. I'll tell you, sometimes I think we take ourselves too seriously. And with all of the chaos and all the nonsense going on in the world, you know, one of the great ways to uh, slow yourself down and just really kind of enjoy life sometimes is just shut it all off. Shut all the news and the no- we don't need 24-hour news. I mean, shut it off. You know, how often can you hear about the same story repeated from network to network? It's, it's, it's crazy. And by the way, if you, if you spend a lot of time focusing on that, you won't, you won't reach and achieve your own goals and really add the value in life to, that we need, we're supposed to be adding to other people. But I just kind of wanted to share that with you, a little kind of a, a funny segment. Nate's a good guy and a pretty clean comedy, which I like. It's hard to find sometimes, so I wanted to share that. All right, so let's jump into the battle of the sexes. Uh, talking about men versus women when it comes to investments. So here's a little poll. So if, if I ask you the question, um, who do you think is the better investor, a man or a woman? So get your thoughts. And of course, all the men are probably saying, oh, no, I'm the, we're definitely the better investors. And there's no, and of course, the women are saying, well, yeah, we're definitely the better. Well, okay, so who is it? Well, Sigfig, uh, which is an organization, did some research, asked that question and found that women now, listen to this. Women make less, but save more. So as a general rule, women income-wise make less. Now, that can be different uh, industry to industry and area to area, but as a general rule, this is what they found. They make less, but they save more. And when they invest, uh, they typically, get this, they typically have a, a return, a better return than men, and they do it with less risk. 
Now, isn't that interesting? Women typically make less, but they save more. And when they invest, they typically have a better return and uh, they do it with less risk. Again, this is coming from SigFig. They did some research. Here's what the study showed. It basically showed that if you gave a man and a woman $100,000 to invest, so if you gave a man and a woman both hundred grand to invest, the woman at retirement would literally end up with about 12% more money. So the woman at retirement would have about 12% more money. And the question is why? Uh, and here's a little, here's a little uh, segment from a, from a lady that actually works with a variety of women as well in, in their financial life. Here's what she had to say. We found that when women think about it, when men think about investing, they think about outperforming and winning and money and how much they can make. Women actually think about reaching their goals. If I invest, can I retire at the age of 65 well, can I take the trip around the world in 10 years? Can I buy the house in five years? Um, but when they go to some of the traditional offerings, they're thinking buy the house and then they're met with, would you like a mutual fund or an ETF? Right? So it was just so out of sync for them that they stood back. Isn't that interesting? So women step back, they take their time, they think through things a little bit more. And, uh, you know, there's a lot to be learned for us guys out there, you know, and I think one of the things for me, at least in, in our space, and a lot of you know that this show is powered by Wall Private Wealth uh, and Wall Lehman. So Wall Private Wealth, if you did not know, we have a company that actually helps people protect, grow and reduce taxes on their wealth help them manage the entirety of that 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 story. Uh, we have affiliation and solicitation through Clarify, which is a great organization that we've connected with, with investment structure as well. And and what we really look at in creating financial plans is helping families with that, with that issue. But you know, what happens is a lot of the folks we work with, because we have a minimum in that firm of a million dollars, now we have a private wealth division of 25 and so on, 25 million. What we find is, is at the million dollar level or more, most of these people are in a place where they want to protect their wealth. They want to protect what they have and they want to grow it reasonably. So we're bringing strategies to the table that is number one, protection focused first, growth second, and tax reduction third. So those are all things that we're looking at when we're creating a financial plan. And we've been able to, you know, be, be, uh, do a great job of that over the years with people and really helping them think differently and, and change the way they do what they do. But it's interesting, you know, we have just naturally been on that track ourselves with clients kind of all over the place in different states, primarily because they're in a place where they want to protect their money. But women as a general rule, because they're a little bit more conservative, you know, there's three main uh, reasons, I guess, that women end up the way they, they do. Uh, there was a study done by Wells Fargo, and here's basically what they found. Women, a lot of times, are patient. They trade a little bit less. And so oftentimes what that means is they, they will pay uh, fewer fees. They're also a little bit more disciplined, so they tend to stick with a long-term plan, whereas sometimes guys, not all men, but guys can kind of jump around from time to time, and, and they're willing to learn. Now, this is huge because, you know, I know in my experience and just, you know, almost 17 years and sitting down with families and whether it's myself or our team member kind of sitting down and actually talking to folks and I'm sitting down and, and creating a plan for people in general, you know, I found a lot of times that um, I've run into people that are kind of know-it-alls. You know what those people are like. You know, they know everything on their own or they're going to go research everything on their own and they're an expert on their own and yet they don't necessarily know it all. And women are literally in a place where they're willing to learn. They're willing to say, you know what? I'm definitely interested in education. Now, if you've learned anything about us over the years, you know that education is really important for us. And that's why if you go to our, our main site, by the way, for Wall Private Wealth, you'll see the website, by the way, is Lean on the Wall. Lean on the Wall, just like your, 
you know, you're standing there in your house and you're leaning against any of your walls, just go to leanonthewall.com and you'll see when you go there, there's a bunch of education. There's a lot of videos that I've done on different things. Like one video that's up there on the main page right now is how to avoid financial salesmen. And, and that's really important to kind of understanding the different aspects or different types of financial people, how to find the right financial help for you. And that's kind of what we dive into a little bit in that video. And there's other videos in that site as well, all about education. Because listen, I'm a big believer that the more knowledge that you have when it comes to investing, the more knowledge that you have when it comes to what you're doing, the better decisions that you're going to make, and you're going to be more empowered to help uh, other people and their need as well. So this is really important. When you're looking at financial help, make sure that you step back. We can take a lot of Again, a lot of tips from those women that are a little bit more patient, a little bit more disciplined, and they're willing to learn and apply those in our own life. And by the way, if you're listening to this and you're saying, you know what, some of that's resonating to me, Mike. I mean, the the market's at all-time highs. I'm a little bit concerned about what's happening with my wealth right now. And, uh, you know, I'd like a second opinion, whether you're local or whether you're somewhere else in general. Feel free to reach out to us. That's 888-511-WALL, 888-511-9255, or go to leanonthewall.com. Get yourself a little bit more educated. And then there's a little tab on that sh- on that page where it says request review, where you can request and say, hey, I just have a question. Maybe you got a question for the show. You want me to cover something on the show? Uh, or maybe you have a question about your own personal financial situation. Check that out. And we also are creating, I'm really excited about a wealth club for the masses uh, which is just kind of a uh, educational coaching platform. You may want to learn more about that as well. Go to leanonthewall.com and you can click on request review and we'll be sure to get you more information. But but the key here to this segment is women, ding, 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 are often the winners because they're a little bit more disciplined and a little bit more consistent. Now, this is overall. This isn't necessarily this case and that case, but it's a wide survey of a lot of women and men. And that's what we found. So educate yourself, get yourself into a place where you can make better financial decisions. Because listen, markets are at all-time highs. And we're going to talk a little bit we're a little bit in the next segment about 401ks, 403bs, some secrets that you didn't know. So if you got a 401k or you got a 403b, if you got other investments like that, you're going to, to tune into the next segment. There's some secrets here we want you to know about fees and costs and some things that are applicable to what you're doing specifically, how you can maybe reduce some of your fees, reduce some of your costs, and actually grow your wealth in a more efficient manner. That's all coming up next segment right after this. Hi, it's Michael Wall here. Have you ever wondered how to find the right financial advisor or what investments should I be invested in or how do I transition and reposition my portfolio as I move into the retirement stage of life? The investment needs in retirement are different than those while you're working. What we've done is we've put together a simple, easy-to-understand video series that you're going to love. Go to leanonthewall.com. Again, that's leanonthewall.com and click on the Retire Well video series. When you click on that, you're going to have the opportunity to enter your information and then get exclusive access to a video series I've created just for you to help you get simple information that is going to be profound in helping you achieve the retirement you've always wanted. Again, go to leanonthewall.com to access the Retire Well video series. Welcome back to the Michael Wall Show. I feel glorious, glorious. Got a chance to start again. Welcome back into the Michael Wall Show. Boy, I love that song, Macklemore. Song is glorious. Saw him perform that live, actually, at the AMAs. 
in L.A. last year. L.A. Live. If you've never gone out to the AMAs, it's quite an event. And I uh, was out there invited by uh, the company that actually owns the AMAs. We do some work with them and uh, some of their their brands. And so we were invited to go out and had a great time. And boy, what a, what a performance. What a great song. Just a lot of good motivation, you know, about life in general. And I wanted to jump in this segment, by the way, and, and talk about 401ks, 403bs, some secrets you don't know, some costs that, that you may not be aware of. And, and uh, by the way, if you're listening via radio and you've missed certain parts of the show, make sure you go back to michaelwallshow.com. Again, Michael Wall Show. That's W-A-L-L, michaelwallshow.com. And, or just search Michael Wall Show on your favorite podcast app. And you can be sure and subscribe and catch it anytime you want. Listen to the parts that you didn't get. A lot of good information. Last week, if you missed it, by the way, we interviewed Kevin, lead singer of Ario Speedwagon. So if you remember them, Ario Speedwagon, we interviewed Kevin there. And he is actually, they're touring with Chicago right now, which is quite interesting. We also interviewed Chicago, the band, uh, a little while back. Great interview there. So you can catch that in the archives by subscribing to the show. You know, one of the things that we know when we look at investing is fees are important and how our investments work are important because, you know, the higher the fees, the the more you get to keep less of your actual return. Now, you would think this is common knowledge and common sense, but unfortunately, a lot of times it's not. And I think more importantly, one of the reasons it's not is people's lives are literally so busy that they don't have time to focus on that. You know, you go to work, you, you work for a company, you work for a business, And that business or company offers a a 401k or a 403b. And you're like, oh, hey, they're doing this for me to kind of help me with my future and with my success. They might even match and all of these things. But a lot of times there's a lot of hidden costs and a lot of hidden fees. And there's a lot of times there's things where people are saying, you know, hey, we got to be looking at this thing, you know, a little bit differently. There's about $4 trillion that have been invested in 401k plans. And there's a gentleman uh, that actually writes a column for the Intelligent Investor for Wall Street Journal. And he says that, you know, people don't necessarily have an idea why they're doing what they're doing. Check this out. A lot of 401k programs are lousy. The fund choices stink. The fees are outlandishly high. And in many cases, you can take two next door neighbors. One person is paying 10 times as much to invest in a 401k as the other person. So when you look at that, it's like, think about that for a minute. It's like, can you imagine being a neighbor with someone and let's say that neighbor went out and they bought a brand new, I don't know, tractor. I know a lot of people in our area don't mow their own lawn, but let's just say you went out and bought a tractor, right? So you go to Lowe's or wherever you go and you buy your tractor or somewhere else. I'm just using this as an example. Let's say somebody goes out and buys a tractor and that tractor costs three grand, okay? And then that same neighbor goes to Lowe's and buys the same tractor from a store like Lowe's or something, or maybe Lowe's in general, and the same exact tractor or a tractor similar to it that does basically the same thing, they pay $6,000. And you'd say, well, wait a minute, uh, that's crazy. Somebody needs to, somebody's paying too much money for something. And that's exactly what Jason was talking about with 401ks. There was an article from CNBC. This is interesting. This was actually written in the middle of the last year, but it says, what you don't know about 401k fees can cost you plenty. And this sometimes can happen also, by the way, in, in 403Bs and 457 plans and other types of retirement plans. You know, some of these, some of the questions you need to be asking is, are you paying a 12B1 fee? You may not even know what that is, but you need to be be asking that question to your plan administrator. Are you being charged upfront or back end loads on the funds that you pick? You know, and, and what's what's the size 
of the sub-transfer agency fee to a third-party service for your provider. I know these are all like, what is that? I may not even know what that is, but you need to literally ask some of these questions. And Rick Meggs, founder and president of 401k Help Plan Center, basically says it's kind of like death by a thousand cuts in a 401k or, or some type of retirement plan. So we want to make sure that, number one, we should be even investing in a 401k or a 403b plan. Just because you're, and I'm not saying not to do this, by the way, now. I'm just saying it's important to take some evaluation and understanding. Just because your company or your organization or your group offers a 401k or a 403b doesn't necessarily mean that you should participate in it. It might be a better opportunity for you to invest elsewhere, actually reduce your costs, reduce your fees, and be in a place where you actually have a a bunch of different investment opportunities. In other words, you can invest anywhere. Because a lot of times in a lot of these plans, you're literally limited to what's offered by the provider. You might have 50 or 100 or 150 choices. You might have different mutual funds or ETFs or different things like that that you can invest in inside of the plan. And by the way, if you're not familiar with a mutual fund, it's, it's essentially just the idea of a collection of stocks altogether. Instead of just going out and buying one stock, it puts all these stocks together and it mutually brings them together. An ETF kind of works similarly, but they can be a little bit lower in cost and there's not as much trading done in them as well. Sometimes no trading. But the bottom line is when you're not inside of a plan, you know, instead of having access to 150 or 200 mutual funds you're gonna, or, or stocks or whatever it may be, you can literally have access to anything that exists in the marketplace today. So these are at least some initial questions. If you've got a 401k or a 403b or you know someone that does, uh, maybe you're retired and you've rolled your money. A lot of the folks that we're working with on the wall private wealth side, uh, they're retiring from a company and they're getting ready to roll their 401k or they're getting ready to sell a business. And they have a question about how to create a plan that's going to be sustainable for the retirement. Well, that's exactly what we do on the Wall Private Wealth side. And again, that's the main sponsor for this show. Uh, you can go to leanonthewall.com and you can learn more about that. But, you know, they're rolling their monies then over when you retire into like an IRA. So you can invest kind of in anything. But if you're currently still working, you might have kids that are still working. They're in a company or they're in a nonprofit and they're in a place where they have investments like that, 401k, 403b, whatever, you need to be asking some of those questions that we talked about a little bit earlier, which is, you know, what kind of fees are they? What, what do those fees look like? Are there 12b1 fees? Are there uh, front loads or back loads? All of these questions so you can really understand the fees in the investment to better understand whether or not you should be doing. You Sometimes, you know, even if you get a match from your employer, they say, well, we're going to match a certain amount of money that you invest in every year as an incentive. But sometimes the fees can actually outweigh some of the match, you know, when you actually do the math. So you need to sit down and say, okay, is this the most appropriate step? So I just wanted to give you some little cautionary there. Not that all 401ks and 403bs and everything, not that it's all bad. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you need to really sit down and take a moment in your life because it's your future. That's the point here, folks. It's your future. It's your retirement. You know, don't just glaze over and say, I don't know what this is. Step back and evaluate what you're paying and why so you can be better prepared. Again, if you want more education, you can go to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. 
Com, and there's some great educational videos that we put out there on a variety of things. If you want education on other things, feel free to reach out to us on that page and we'll get you what you need. You might want a second opinion on your wealth. Maybe you're retiring yourself. Maybe you just want more info and reach out to us that way. Coming up next segment, we got a great guest with a good friend, Travis O'Neill. He's the campus pastor of Port St. Lucie Christ Fellowship, one of the largest and fastest growing churches in the country, talking about managing people, managing massive growth, and really what it's about to lead people well. So you're not going to want to miss this. Coming up right after this. Whatever it takes, I love hey folks, it's Michael Wall here. Just wanted to share a quick thought on how you can make a huge impact on someone else's life. As an active member of Christ Fellowship, I've had the opportunity to interact with a variety of top-notch charities. And it can be challenging sometimes to know where to get involved, either with your time, financially, or both, and then to be sure that your gifts and donations are really making a change. So I wanted to share with you an organization that has recently been ranked number one by Charity Navigator and is dramatically improving the lives of young people, Place of Hope. Place of Hope has been doing just what its name says, giving hope to young people since the mid-90s. I want to encourage you to visit placeofhope.com. Again, that's placeofhope.com to learn more and to see how you can help the cause of improving our nation one child at a time. Helping families grow and protect their wealth. This is The Michael Wall Show. I was a young troubadour. All right, welcome back into the Michael Wall Show. We're keeping everybody straight there with a little bit of music. <laughs> Love some George Strait, man. Come on, Michael. Preference to uh, Mr. O'Neill. Travis O'Neill is joining us live in studio. He's sitting across the table from me, and we're talking about some great stuff. Excited for you this segment. You're going to learn a lot of great things that matter. And by the way, if you have not listened to the past segments of the show, make sure you go to michaelwallshow.com, subscribe, or you can just check us out on Facebook at Michael D. Wall. So, Travis, here we are. And you are, some people may know, many may not, the campus pastor for Port St. Lucie. And I know as you're listening to this show, you might say, well, why would I have a campus pastor for Port St. Lucie? And what is Port St. Okay, Christ Fellowship is the church. Port St. Lucie's an area. And I wanted to have Travis on because we've been really part of CF for some time. Todd has been a great friend and Tom as well, the founding and lead pastors. And this has really become, in a lot of ways, a machine. I mean, it's one of the largest or one of the fastest growing churches in the country. Mm -hmm. I know we've been kind of connected as Port St. Lucie from buying the building all the way through. It's been amazing to see that happen. And you've been chosen to kind of step up and be out there and lead that flock. And I wanted to talk to Travis today and share with you guys about the importance of leading an organization and leadership. You've seen massive growth. And so even though it's a church, you're still in a place where you, you're leading people. There's thousands of people that come every Sunday. You're leading not only those folks, but you're leading your staff. So why don't we start before we jump into that and start and talk about how did you actually get into uh, ministry? What, what kind of led you down that road? And, and how did you get to where you are now? It's a wild story, Michael. It really is. We, my, my wife and I, we moved down here uh, back in 04, 2004. And I'm from Dallas, Texas, thus the George Strait fan. But uh, <laughs> I, I was from Dallas. I tried to get her to go there. We ended up here in, in South Florida. And she had already been attending Christ Fellowship. So we were newly married, came down here, immediately started attending the church, getting involved, serving in different ways. But we actually started working at Place of Hope hmm. first, which is a ministry of Christ Fellowship. As you know, you're very familiar hmm. with Place 
place of hope. So Jenny and I worked there for about eight years. And then uh, I was walking the hallways at Gardens Campus. And one of the pastors came up to me and he said, hey, you should apply for the discipleship pastor position here at the Gardens Campus. And after I laughed for about three or four minutes, <laughs> I, uh, I, I realized he was actually serious. And so I uh, just went home and thought about it, prayed about it, talked to Jenny, ended up applying hmm. and uh, getting that position. I have a business management degree from a small school in Indiana and never dreamed I'd be in full-time ministry, but one thing led to another. And I think part of it is just what is happening at Christ Fellowship. Mm -hmm. How can you not want to be a part of it? And Mm -hmm. so started at Gardens Campus, then moved to the Stewart Campus. And then about two and a half years ago, Pastor Todd asked me to lead the Port St. Lucie Campus. And so I am privileged, my brother, privileged to be a part of it. That's awesome. So again, if you're not familiar with it, you can go to gochristfellowship.com and then just check on the Port St. Lucie tab and you'll see that. But, you know, Travis, let me ask you this. So I I remember going out there and being with uh, the Kingdom Builders group and we're walking around and kind of just praying over this facility before it was even purchased. Yeah. I remember it's kind of in that in that season in that time and then we bought the building as a church and then and then of course, you know, started the campus. Now we build out an additional, you know, sanctuary yeah. or, or worship center, I guess whatever you want to call it. Take us through a little bit that transition and kind of the the idea of you growing into that position, right? Because it didn't start out as, hey, here's a campus that's yeah, rocking and right. you just walk into it, right? But you literally grew into it, and and I want to talk about that because you know a lot of people out there are in businesses, right? And and just likewise, they're in a place where they're at a certain level. And when you connect well with the marketplace, you're in a, oftentimes you're in a place where you can see radical growth. Yeah. And a lot of times people don't know how to handle that or take care of that. So from your perspective and looking back at the radical growth that you've seen, what's one or two things that you implemented or did along the way that helped you sustain and maintain uh, the right kind of leadership? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things that that I did, and honestly, it's because of I, I have some great people speaking in my life. But one of the things that was of utmost importance is just caring for people. Uh, Michael, you know me a little bit. You know that I'm a relational person. I love people. I'm energized by being with people, and so I knew that from the very beginning, this campus was going to be big. Yeah. But what I tried to do is I tried to just maintain relationship through that rapid growth. So uh, I said to you earlier, we started with six people on staff, myself included, and then now we're up to 29 people. <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking- And this is what? in a short period of time. This is in- uh, Give folks context. July is, 17th yeah. of 2018 will be two years that we launched. Right. So this is all in a two-year period. Right. We took 300 people up there from the Stewart campus to launch. Now we're having 3,500 people on the weekend. So- wow. Rapid, rapid growth. But uh, that's one thing is that just maintaining relationship. And I think that the second thing is knowing the right relationships to invest in. And that's mm-hmm. not just within the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's very important is relationships outside of the church with the city council, with the mayor, with local organizations like the Boys and Girls Club. Just I'm not simply focused on the people in the church. I'm focused on the city of poor St. Lucie. So it's important that you are not just focused inside, but outside of the church as well. But as you can see, both things involve people. It's all about people, man. (laughs) And you talked about something that I think is really important. And this is something that I think oftentimes entrepreneurs, or we'll call it leaders, in a lot of ways can miss. You know, leaders can sometimes struggle with that arrogance of, I got this. 
I don't need, you know, I don't, I, no, I got it. So true. Because you're a leader, right? right? I mean, you know, you know, it's almost like somebody gives you advice. You're like, okay, yeah, I have fine, but you know, I got it. I'll figure it out. No yep. big deal. Right. And, and one of the biggest ways to lead well is to follow well. Right. Yes. And so you talked about something I think is really crucial. And you, you, you mentioned about the idea of people speaking into your life. Yeah. So when, you know, obviously Todd talks a lot about the, the right voices, you make the right choices, right, et cetera. Yeah, yep. But from your perspective, what did that look like? Finding out those right voices and, and those right people speaking into your life. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you, it's very simple for me. I, I have a laundry list of people that speak into my life. But first of all, the one who spoke the most into my life, honestly, is my wife. Hmm. Because my wife is, first of all, much smarter than me, much more <laughs> gifted than me. I mean, just you name it. And so she really helped me all along the way be able to know be able to tweak me anything I, I said or did that she didn't think was was best she would coach me on it and secondly uh, I'm very close friends with uh, Matt Pilot who's the campus pastor mm-hmm. at the Stewart campus mm-hmm. that guy not only did I watch and learn from him when I was at the Stewart campus I was on the phone with him nonstop out to lunch with him nonstop learning asking questions because he'd done it he's, he's been a campus pastor for 10 years so mm. why would I think that I know what in the world I'm doing when he is a proven leader, proven campus pastor, was very willing to spend time with me and mentor me. And so those are two people that really had a huge impact. And I think what I hear you saying there, which is huge, is is don't reinvent the wheel. That's right. You know, I, th- I think of that phrase we've all heard before, there's nothing new under the sun, yes. right? Yeah. And, and when you think about that, it's like, wait a minute, somebody's probably been here before, before me, and I'll never forget it even in my life in business, I was in a place where I finally got to the place where I said, you know what, I'm tired of, of, of just hitting all these walls. Not that you don't still have to try and break through things and things are challenging, because that's the way it is, right? Yep. Champions weren't made on feather beds. But at the end of the day, you know, taking a look and realizing, hey, here's someone that's been there and done that. And I'm yeah. going to glean from their mistakes yep. so I don't have to waste so much time and make some right. of them, right? That's exactly right. And and I learned, uh, I watched him when I was at Stewart Campus, mm-hmm. uh, Matt Pilot. But again, Christ Fellowship is also just a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. It is an organization that invests in its leaders. And so we are always prepping people for leadership beyond where they are currently. So let me ask you this question. So someone's listening to this and they're saying, okay, I get it. I need people speaking into my life. Obviously, by the way, a little side note, you know, every week, the Michael Wall Show, motivation, great yep, guests, yep. that's one way. But in addition to that, what would you suggest? You know, so you're in a place where you were growing with the campus, you had people around you, they wanted to make sure that you were cared for well, yeah, right? So you yeah. can care for the people well. Yeah. But somebody that's listening to this out there, uh, maybe they go to the, the campus, maybe they go to the church somewhere else, maybe they don't go to church at all, yeah. maybe they're just in business, and they want to find someone that's going to speak into their life well. Mm. Do you have a suggestion or two that you would give? Yeah, I think that uh, I think that you may not realize who's around you. Mm. I think that uh, anybody who's listening to this, no matter if you're in the church or outside of the church, uh, you know successful people. You know people that that have it together, that are going somewhere and know how to get there. So I think what you've got to do is you just got to take extreme ownership mm. and find that person. Mm-hmm. Find that person. And I've heard John Maxwell talk about how early on in his career and ministry, he just sought out people 
and would actually pay them to yeah. spend time with him. That's what you got to do. You've yeah. got to, I'm not saying go pay somebody. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the case, but yeah. just, you've got, you, you know, people around you that, that you can invest in and have relationship with. And so just be bold and go to them. Maybe they're in the church. Maybe they're not. Yeah. I think that's great. Around. Acres of diamonds, right? That's right. I mean, it's literally right there beneath your feet. And yet you're, you know, the old grass is always greener. And I think that's what people struggle with a lot of times is they never are in a place where they get settled because, you know, we live in a society that bounces, yeah. you know, it's the next, this, yes. it's a new, it's that, it's the next, oh, next, 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 next. It's like, wait a minute, let's press pause. Let's step back. Let's actually evaluate where we are and what's around us now. I love that. Absolutely. Um, taking extreme ownership, huge, by the way, you mm. got to do that because until you actually take ownership of your own life, you're going to be blaming everybody else for the problems you have and you're not going to break through or get to the That's next right. level anyways. So let me let me kind of wrap it with this. Here you are now, 3,500 people a Sunday. You're excited in this position. I kind of think of you as the smiling pastor a lot of ways, man. You got all this energy. You're always excited and uh, all of that. Where do you see, the few, let's say the next six months, the year, well, what are you most excited about from your perspective and your journey in the next six months year? Yeah, honestly, for me, uh, again, I said it earlier, Michael, I, it's all about people. And so I, I am in the people business. I want to mm. love people and I want to point them to Christ. That's, mm. that's my goal. Mm-hmm. And so honestly, we as a campus, we're hungry. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We are hungry for mm-hmm. people. And so we're working towards 5,000 people on the weekend. Yeah. And it's not, I'm not focused on big numbers or uh, what I'm focused on is meeting people at their point of need. Pastor Tom Mullins always said Mm -hmm. that, meeting people at their point of need. And I believe that as we do that, we can't help but grow. And where we are in Port St. Lucie, is a booming city, booming area. And so we're working towards that goal of 5,000 people. What it is, is we're trying to, to have one by one and use the relationships that we've been building and uh, reach those people with the gospel message. So that's what it's about, man. I love it. So, you know, a couple of things that I get from you is sometimes as you're listening to this out there, sometimes in life, you're in a place where maybe the next step of your future is different than what you could have ever perceived. You went to school, Travis, got a business degree. That's right. Never thought you'd be in ministry. You know, stayed open to change, stayed open to things that were around you. You got to. to. And you decided to make that step. Then the next thing is you took ownership. Yeah. Right. Which gave you the ability to be ready for that next level. And I think that's so crucial for those of you that are listening. Take ownership of your own life. No yeah. one else will. You right. need to. Right. And and then uh, just be expectant of, of awesome growth. Right. That's right. Regardless of what that is. You don't have to be a campus pastor. You don't have to be a business owner. You don't have to be a business leader. It could be just adding value one person at a time in your life. That's a multiple ripple. That, that changes the world. You got to be headed somewhere. Yeah. So you may as well have something you're working towards. So I'm going to give you the last word. If you could leave the listeners with anything that uh, Travis O'Neill in his 36 <laughs> years of uh, life and experience and wisdom and gleaning from other people that you've sat in and sat around, what would you share? I would say love people with where they are, love people where they are and uh, work hard, Mm. work hard, whatever you're doing. If you're a pastor, if you are a business owner, if you are an employee of a Mm -hmm. church or a business, uh, love people and work hard. Love it. Well, hey, 
Now that we're straight from the beginning, Come Mr. On, Drew- <laughs> <man>. Come on. <laughs> I want to thank you for taking a few moments. Come and join us on the show thank and sharing you. your thoughts and your story. And we'll have you back and keep connecting as things move along. I'm excited for what's going on up there in Port St. Lucie. And by the way, as you're listening to this, if you're not familiar with Port St. Lucie campus, again, go to gochristfellowship.com and you can just check out the Port St. Lucie campus. You can click on that tab. Uh, and by the way, if you live somewhere else, I know there's listeners all over the world, you can literally go and watch the campus services online to learn a lot of great things as well. And boy, what a great show. First off, Travis, boy, so thankful he came in and joined us for the show. If you missed parts of the show, we had a great, great conversation talking about battle of the sexes, men versus women, who did it better, a kind of a funny off the wall segment the importance of stepping back, 401ks, 403bs, dived into some of the secrets, costs, and the motivational segment at the very beginning, talking about comfort is the enemy of growth and how can you achieve your goals and dreams in life and really add value. As always, this show is all about giving you the tools, the resources, the information that you can apply to your life so you can live with purpose live on purpose and add a ton of value to those around you. That's our goal. That's our mission. That's our focus. If you talk to somebody that is not listening to this show or you want to share it, please do that. We appreciate that. We appreciate your feedback. Go to iTunes, wherever you listen to the show as well. Give us your comment and your rating of the show. Hey, love this, love that, or I'd like to hear more about, etc. We'd really, really, really appreciate that feedback. And Facebook, you can just go and search Michael D as in David, Michael D. Wall. Follow us there. But hey, Here's to next week, this next week, living with purpose so we can all live on purpose. Thanks so much for dialing in. See you next week. Thanks for listening to The Michael Wall Show. To schedule your personal wealth review, call 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. To find out more about Michael and the team at The Wall Financial Group, head to leanonthewall.com. By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of Wall Private Wealth LLC, a registered investment advisor, and solicitation offered through Clarify Advisory Network, an SEC registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than what originally invested. Michael Wall is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Insurance and annuities offered through Wall Financial Group, Inc.